Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Best in the World podcast. I am Drayton Lucas and I'm joined as always by Fearless Cal. Yeah, we made it another week. Guys, we got, well, three pay-per-views to talk about at least. Uh, Well, I guess three technically. I only watched two of them. But um, uh, yeah, I, I guess there there was three events over the, the past yeah, weekend. Yeah, we events. I guess it's weird calling them pay-per-views now, you know, because some of them are free, and so, yeah. Uh, This week, I know I said it last week, but this week's probably going to be a shorter episode, uh, because there wasn't a whole lot of news that came out this week, Um, but we'll see. Uh, I guess, as always, we'll kick off with, I guess, Raw and SmackDown from uh, this week. Uh, As usual, I didn't watch either of them. I watched Raw and like I watched it recorded, so I fast forwarded through some of it. But there was some good, some good in it. You know, you saw Bray's return. I did see the clip of Bray's return. It's weird though because like you see that and you think they're they're starting a feud between him and Finn, but then you also read about Finn being like requesting time off. You know. Yeah. So I don't know if if it's you know, if they're just bringing Bray back to attack random people or they're going to start and finish that feud, I don't know, but before his vacation or Yeah, no. um I don't know about the whole the the Finn taking time off. We have uh we have that I have that listed on here. We'll talk. We'll get into greater detail about that later, and then uh, I guess we can speculate from there. But yeah, I saw that clip. Uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe it was it was just them getting his return done. I don't think they're really gonna, at least right now, go it. anywhere with it. Um, I feel like when I first saw it, I felt like maybe they were gonna try to do the whole demon sister Abigail thing. They never got around to doing. Yeah. Just with whatever this new character is that uh Bray's doing, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll I have to see later. Come out with um with new like, you think he'll have the same theme music? I, I don't know. I I wouldn't. I don't know what to tell you on that. Because sometimes they do change music, and then sometimes they don't. So I I I don't know. I bet that band that that, that did his old thing is not happy about it. <laughs> not if he changes. Um. Yeah, I saw that clip. I saw... I'm trying to think of the clips I saw from Raw. Saw that clip. I saw the clip of the Ricochet cell of the Phenomenal Forearm, which was great. Yeah. And... That's what's always so interesting to me. is like people like... They give all the credit to, like, ooh, AJ really hit him hard, but, like, you know, if he hits Kevin Owens or something like that, you're not going to get a flip reaction out of it, you know? I think he could. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all who they hit. It's not how they... But... And doing that whole 24-7 title thing still, that seems like... I mean, there's some... 
some good moments in that. Like, I guess at least it's entertaining, but the belt doesn't mean much, you know? Yeah. Uh, was the, was the, was the Drake Maverick honeymoon suite stuff on Raw or was that on SmackDown? Both, basically. Okay. When Truth rolled him up, I think that was on Raw. R-Truth's the gold part of that, you know, because he'll come up, he'll come up asking the hotel attendant for Hornswoggle. And when he spelled it out, he like clarified that it was all lowercase letters. Yeah. And just like, and then him always referring to that belt as like the European TV title or, you know. Yeah. I don't know. R-Truth's just great at, you know, improvising. And you can't really tell when he's, when he knows he's joking and when it's just him, you know. Him being him? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, From what I've seen, yeah, R-Truth's been the, been the best part of the whole it, it kind of feels division. like they made that belt for him, you know, just to yeah. have something to. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's all I saw from Raw. And I read another, another case, like you always say, about hanging around until it's your time, you know, because they mm-hmm. said about the Miz, they said him and they're about to make him a another another push, like a. You know, yeah, I saw that. They were, there's rumors that they're gonna give him another big push. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, he's been there for how long? Oh, a while, long ass time. Yeah. yeah, I saw about that, but um, yeah, that's that's all. Uh, that's the only clips I've seen. I haven't seen anything from SmackDown because I haven't really checked anything today. I I kind of watch SmackDown again. Like that's it. What? What happened on SmackDown? Like, I don't know. They're they're still doing like Kevin Owens and Shane. Yeah, Shane's still a main main character on SmackDown. But I mean, they also say that Eric Bischoff hasn't been involved in any of the changes, so that maybe that's why SmackDown hasn't changed any. Like. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I guess we can move on to, uh, since we're in the WWE portion, uh, Extreme Rules. Uh, I heard everybody on like social media was saying it was really good. I honestly didn't pay that much attention to it because it, it didn't seem that great to me. So, uh, I mean, the Alistair Cesaro match was good. Well, the, they redid that one on. Um, they did, yeah, they did that again on SmackDown. Um, I guess the main event I liked. Uh, got a nice, nice camera shot just right up into Lacey Evans' ass right before the right before the match. Zoomed, didn't he? Yeah, he just he went straight up in. Um, I mean that's the only stuff I remember from the show. I guess yeah, AJ and Ricochet. Lacey Evans' ass. I mean, I mean, well, that match had some. I, I had, I thought it had some all right spots. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that those are the only memorable matches I remember is Alistair, Cesaro, Ricochet, and AJ, and then the main yeah, event. Yeah, you knew that was gonna be a good match. And then, uh, good old Brock 
cashed in the money in the bank to uh, get the belt again. So that's that's fun. Who what, who wants? Well, they already have a match. Who's? Yeah, Seth versus Brock at SummerSlam. Yeah. I mean, why would you ever want your champion to be on Raw? You know. But yeah, I don't remember much of Extreme Rules to be honest. It it wasn't that great of a show. I think I'm kind of just at this point. WWE shows are just not all that great. I don't really pay close attention to them when they're on. I usually have something else I'm doing at the same time while I'm watching it. Just because uh, it's not that great. I mean, maybe it'll pick up. I don't know. It just seems like so predictable and, you know, just senseless sometimes. But, you know, like I was saying before, there's still little little glimpses of hope every now and then like oh maybe they'll do something with this but never goes anywhere like somebody commented on that Bray Wyatt and showing up at that fan match and one of the top comments I seen on it was I hope they don't screw this up but you know if they're letting Finn go on vacation then they basically did that for nothing you know yeah why do you even have him come out there it's like I don't know if, like, before when he was supposed to debut and they just played his theme or whatever and he was having a kid that night or whatever. Yeah. Like, it just seems like if you've got a planned return, you'd have something planned with it, not just, oh, he's going to show up, to, you know, on this night and then Finn's going on vacation, so we're not going to do anything with this anyways. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. They uh, they're kind of like, just like, get your hopes up and then just pop your little balloon like, oh, we thought you were gonna do this. Huh? Yeah, thanks, you know. But that's how it goes in that company. Um, so moving on, some other news. Uh, Roman Reigns wins first ever Best WWE Moment Award at ESPYS. Uh, Reigns triumphant return to Monday Night Raw after his battle with leukemia was nominated. Uh, Reigns bested the following other moments that were nominated. Becky Lynch wins Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships at WrestleMania 35. Kofi Kingston wins first WWE Championship at WrestleMania 35. And Ronda Rousey captures her first WWE Women's Championship at SummerSlam. So, Roman Reigns won that award at the ESPYs. I mean, it's always interesting to me. Like, most of the time, I'll be checking like a football score or something on ESPN and it's always weird seeing the little WWE tab up there like they're reporting on it like it's a sport you know like yeah I mean do their news stories on it go with storylines or are they just I don't know because I don't check ESPN for news I never read an article but like I was saying I'm normally checking a score or something on ESPN you know but yeah, well, that's good though that they're you know, Reigns well, won I mean, that award. The, the WWE also like they'll send championship belts to teams that win, you know. Yeah, so there's that connection there too. So yeah, you know, know, I mean, Reigns, Rain, they're they 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 got a working relationship. Reigns won that award. Uh, Becky, I don't think we covered it last week. Becky Lynch uh, is the first WWE performer to be on the cover of ESPN magazine. 
She's wow. on the cover with Allison Brie from uh, the show Glow. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So they got a working relationship. It's nice to see wrestling getting some mainstream publicity that's not bad publicity like what we're about to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff Hardy was arrested in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina for being intoxicated in public over the weekend. Uh, Jeff Hardy's recent arrest uh, surfaced online and it looks like uh, he won't be facing any charges as a result of the incident. In an update, TMZ reported on Tuesday that Hardy was passed out in a public stairwell and reeked of booze before cops arrested him. According to the court documents, Hardy admitted to drinking vodka before cops found him passed out. Although he was facing a misdemeanor charge of public intoxication, the charge won't be enforced by the police department as Hardy paid a $153 ticket for the incident, which means that his case is considered closed. WWE released a statement on the matter saying, quote, Jeff Hardy is responsible for his own personal actions. So, Jeff Hardy. I mean, that's basically what they always say. I mean, that's good. Like, why should they? Hey, they're not supposed to be babysitting their employees, you know? No, but I mean, they still, they've, 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 come out with statements and done worse to people before so uh yeah jeff hardy uh hopefully everything's I mean, you, all right with him there's a table for three did you watch that new i haven't watched it yet i do want to it's him yeah. matt and hurricane yeah i assume this was just he went to the beach and was having a good time i, d- I don't want to read too much into it at least it wasn't like he was drugged up or I mean, anything like they always blow everything out of proportion like oh yeah of course a regular person doing it then it wouldn't have been as big a deal as you know of course and like i said i'm assuming it's just he was at the beach having a good time like i said at least it wasn't that he was all doped up or drugged up it was just yeah. he he had been drinking he was having a good time at the beach so but he's he's good like i said i start i start getting worried when I see Jeff Hardy has been drugged up somewhere, then it's like, oh no, I feel bad for Jeff Hardy. But, yeah, this just seems like he was having a good time and maybe had a little bit too good of a time passed out in a stairwell before he made it back to his hotel room. Don't know where his family was to get him to his hotel room, though. But, hey. He'll be alright. He's still recovering from uh, injury and stuff, so... He's still got time off before he makes it back. <clears throat> uh, So, next week's Raw is a Raw reunion, is what they're calling it. Uh, and they reached out to a bunch of people to be there, a bunch of legends. Uh, They reportedly reached out to Jim Ross, who turned down the invitation. Uh, The night before Fight for the Fallen, Jim Ross and his podcast co-host, Conrad Thompson held a live Grilling with JR stage show. According to on-site correspondent Dominic D'Angelo of WrestleZone, Ross told the audience that Vince McMahon recently reached out to him and extended an invitation to Raw Reunion. JR spoke to AEW President Tony Khan about the invitation. Khan was fine with JR appearing at Raw Reunion, but he ultimately decided against it. So, JR declined... To come I mean, to it, it seems like the old Tony Khan's a reasonable guy. Like, 
Yeah. Know? I I think the only per the only party not being reasonable in this war is Vince McMahon and everybody doing promos and crap about AEW or like them trying to counter program fight for the falling fight for the fallen. I don't know why I keep saying I mean, that. That's good though. Like any kind of competition like that is going to push both people to be better to me. Yes. But in this situation right now, WWE seems like dicks. Because you got a smaller yeah, company that's on the rise. They're not even, they're not even acting like yeah. they're trying to compete. But you're trying to fucking it's like time. it's like you're fucking trying to subtweet them. You just you fucking trying to you're trying to shut them down without making it known that they're there. You're just trying to act like but they're not there. Like I don't know. They they just now started to acknowledge TNA and stuff. Well, that's because TNA decided to to help them with like fucking photos, and they bought all their talent. <laughs> of course, they'll acknowledge it now when they're not competition anymore. But I feel like AEW is going to be a strong competitor to WWE. I just right now it just seems like WWE is just being dicks because they're 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 counter programming. Uh, I mean, because they've been sucking for a while, and they're worried. Yeah, because they had been basically they had a monopoly on it. Yeah. Where if you wanted to watch wrestling, this is what you watch. But now, now somebody else with big money's come through here and able to bring another company up. This hasn't happened to WWE since the fucking nineties. They've had yeah, 20, 30 years of no competition. That's, that's basically what that reunion show is, you know? Like, uh, oh, ratings okay. grab. Yeah. We got we to gotta get ratings because in a couple months, this other show is going to be on the air and we're going we're gonna to be suffering because of it. Yeah, I, I completely I mean, understand. I don't know how that works. Like, because... How does their ratings work? With like, does people watching it live? Is that what counts? Or I believe so. Yeah, watching it live counts. Well, say so, yeah, still money too. I know AEW shows on Wednesday, so yeah, yeah, I know that. But what you got to think is if people are watching AEW in their in their mind, WWE. If people watch AEW, they're gonna stop watching WWE. That they're gonna equate their ratings going down to people turning over to AEW, not that they're doing trash a trash product. <laughs> so they're still blaming the other company. On yeah, their- they'll blame the other company for their failings. <laughs> That's what they used to do in the nineties. Why people were watching WCW? They blamed WCW for their product being trash. It was WCW's fault that in 96 they were do- putting on trash Raws and trash pay-per-views. Yeah, that's what they do. They blame the other company instead of being like, you know what, we were, we're doing terrible things, let us fix it. Yeah, let's hire some TV writers to write this show. Yeah, let's hire, let's hire some fucking some soap opera writers to write a wrestling show. <laughs> I can't figure out why the wrestling sh- the other wrestling company that have wrestling writers writing their wrestling is doing so well. But, hey. 
don't want to just shit on WWE, but that's that's kind of what it is at this point. It's I like, mean, like I kind of enjoyed when you talking about the lady from like Glow show. Yeah, being on the cover, but I kind of liked the the elements in that Glow show, but it got too much drama to me. Like I like Glow. I like the show seeing both sides of wrestling, like where the storyline meets up with the real world. Yeah, they've done a great job with that show, and I think the reason they've done so good is because they have brought in, like, there's pro wrestlers all over that show. Yeah, I see all, what's his name? Johnny, insert your last name here. No, the the big dude, or tire wrestler, whatever his name is. Oh, Brodus Clay? Yeah, he's on there. Yeah, he's on there. Carlito was on there. Alex Riley. Yeah, they got re- they got a season three should be coming out soon. So I enjoyed that show. Yeah, um, I, it was, I watched probably the first two seasons of it. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. We got a we got a new another WWE star uh, undergoing knee surgery. Uh, Mickey James uh, is, has been dealing with an injury uh, that will cause her to undergo uh, surgery. The future WWE Hall of Famer is slated to undergo knee surgery yesterday. Uh, her husband, Nick Aldis, announced this news in, in order to rectify the issue that James has been dealing with in a recent post on Twitter. He wrote, quote, Please keep Mickey James in your thoughts and prayers as she prepares for knee surgery tomorrow. She's a warrior. She'll be back. Uh, after a successful surgery, the five-time WWE Women's Champion thanked everyone for their support during her career setback. She wrote on Twitter, quote, Thank you all for your love, prayers, and well wishes. I am grateful. I'll be just fine. If I come back, I'm coming back bionic. So, she uh, currently recovering. I mean, she, that's another one that'll get a big pop. When she, when she comes back, back. yeah, she got a big pop when she returned last year, two years ago, however long ago it was at this point. So yeah, uh, it's good that she uh, she had a successful surgery, and uh, yeah, look forward to seeing her back. Uh, but somebody who is currently back, oh, that was a good ass transition. Nah, I just fucking ruined it. <laughs> Luke Harper is back on the road with WWE. Uh, the former tag champion Luke Harper wait I just read this all wrong the latest update on former WWE Smackdown tag team champion Luke Harper has surfaced online as PWInsider.com reports that he is back on the road with WWE this week he hasn't been on the road with the rest of the crew since earlier this year this comes after Harper publicly disclosed that he had requested a WWE release in April, but WWE declined to grant it. His contract with the company is slated to expire in November, but WWE could extend it due to time that he missed because of injury. So, Luke Harper, back on the road. Maybe I mean, he'll get some TV time. Yeah, live events. Raw and stuff too. Uh, to me, that says live events. He could start being backstage and stuff, though. I was about to say, maybe he'll get some TV time. Yeah, I feel like they completely did not use him correctly. Cause he could talk good, and he's a good wrestler. But I mean, we all know where he's going once his contract's up, right? That'd be nice. Like, he's going to go somewhere where he will get TV time and will get used. 
all I'm going to say. I mean, yeah, of course. Um, But, yeah, that's good that he's back on the road. It's dumb for WWE. They should have just released him when he asked for his release instead of holding him there. But, hey, you you do you, I guess. I don't know. I don't don't know about this company. Uh, So we spoke about it earlier, Finn Balor. Taking some time off from WWE, former WWE Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor has been granted time off from WWE. The news broke on Monday night after Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet reported that Balor will be taking a little bit of time away starting next month. It was noted in the report that Balor recently asked WWE officials for two months off, while the exact reason for him requesting time off once... Oh, wait. While the exact reason for him requesting time off, one source told them that the wrestler was just looking to recharge. Once Balor put in the request, WWE granted it and his time off will begin sometime in August, Satin wrote. Quote, from from how it sounds, it will likely happen after SummerSlam. So maybe they'll, like you said, they'll do a quick thing with Bray and then he'll take time off. Well, that's good for him. We've been saying it. We yeah, keep I'm saying gonna, it. Let these guys take some time off. People. Got so many people on their roster. Yeah, that, time off isn't going to kill the company. Yeah, and I mean that's that's what's wild to me is like they'll do the same match over and over and over, and you know they got fifty-seven people backstage like that don't all get. could be yeah put in there. Ever in the mix, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I know. They need to, they really need to trim some fat when it comes to their roster. But they're scared. I mean, they can afford to have that many people. Yeah, yeah, they can afford, but but what I'm saying is, you're wasting money. They're wasting money by having. 50 people backstage that you're not going to use because you just paid all of them to come be there for no reason. Well, you're saying fire them. I'm saying use them. I'm just saying if you're not going to use them, don't keep them under contract. It's a waste of money. In a company that's obviously hurting on money, you're wasting money. But I will... I mean, they're always running... Buy a shirt, get one for a dollar, but when one shirt, $25, you know. Yeah. But, hey, maybe they'll maybe they'll start using some of these people eventually. Um, I think we covered this last week. Uh, Sasha Banks is no longer advertised for next Monday's WWE Raw. I think we said last week that she was. This is the update yeah, to that. Yeah, last week it said subject to change. Yeah. Originally, the Amelie, Amelie Arena in Tampa, Florida was advertising banks for next week's episode of Raw. As a result, it led to speculation that she could return next week. However, that's not the case. The official website of the arena has updated its promotional material for the show, and she is no longer listed. So she just got her hair all purple for no. I think she got her hair all purple because she might be coming back at some point, or she really likes purple hair. <laughs> but yep, so still no, no, no time frame on when Sasha may, may or may not be returning. 
I mean, I honestly just thought she was done. I thought she was just going to. Yeah, but, I mean, we had other people that we thought were done who re-signed contracts and are staying, so, you know, I don't I don't know. I can't call it anymore. Yeah, I feel like she's probably done, but. Doing, oh, Canellis and them weird, like. Yep. Do you see what they're doing with them? Nope. She's, like, supposedly pregnant and still beating oh, yeah. up. I saw the pregnancy angle. I didn't know they were doing anything else afterwards. Yeah, it's like she's talking about how like less of a man. She says something about Becky Lynch being more of a man than you are. And hey, that's you know, good stories. I don't know, and they just signed up for that. Like I don't, I don't know what they're thinking, but whatever. Well, you know, somebody else who just signed a new deal. We got a uh, Braun Strowman is the latest current I mean, star to re-sign not? with the company. What? I say, why would he not? Yeah, the uh, the Monster Among Men announced in the new wait what announced on a post on his Instagram account. He wrote, "Quote: Well, I'm sure more than ha- uh, more than a few of you will like this announcement. Here's to four more years of being the hardest working." and best big men in the whole damn industry and working with the greatest promotion in the world at WWE. So, Braun is signed for four more years. Which is good for him. Like, he's the like one of their top stars, of course. For him, it makes sense to keep going. For Mike and Maria, it doesn't make sense to keep going. <laughs> he's being used somewhat properly. They weren't being used at all. Until they resigned, and now they're so doing a weird fight. thing. What are they doing with Eric Young now? Uh, exactly. I don't fucking know. Wasting his talents. Wasting money. Like they used him to to be one of the people that was going to be a celebrity guest referee or whatever in that match with Baron Corbin or whatever. That's the last time they used him. <laughs> Yep. Yep. WWE doing WWE things. But uh yeah, that's uh that's it for my WWE stuff. Uh I got one thing that's they, NXT related. They just bought up all the Impact wrestlers. They just bought them up cuz they could. Uh so NXT uh WWE changes several NXT superstar names. The new names were listed on the official WWE Performance Center. Roster listings confirming the changes. Uh, Malcolm Bevins, formerly known as Stokey Hathaway, will now be called Courtney Moore. Brennan Williams is now Dio Madden, which we already covered. Dan Matha is now Dorian Mack. Nick Camarado will now be Nick Ogarelli. Robert Strauss, formerly Impact Wrestling's Robbie E., is now Robert Stone. The 3.0 tag team, Scott Parker and Shane Matthews, are now known by their real names, Jeffrey Parker and Matthew Menard Lee. And Rachel Evers will once again be known as Rachel Ellering. I mean, are they trying to make her like Paul Ellering's daughter? She is Paul Ellering's daughter. So that's her real name? Her real name is Rachel Ellering. I think Rachel Evers was her fake name or married name. I don't know, but yeah. 
Okay. okay. She is she is Paul Ellering's daughter. Okay. I didn't know if they were just like using no. that as a fake name or No, that's that's her real name. Okay. I don't know if the Rachel's real, but that's I know the Ellering is. When they did that women's tournament, that's what she came out there as. Yeah, the first year. I think she was in the second one as Rachel Evers. Oh. She, I think she was in both of them. So one year she was Rachel Ellering, and one year she was Rachel Evers, I believe. Unless I'm getting that wrong. But I know she was... Maybe I just saw her on NXT as Rachel Evers. But yeah. Ellering is her real last name. So, that's... That's all I got on I mean, why do they change people's names like that? Could you imagine showing up at the performance center and being like, and your name's all changed? Right, you're no longer Drayton Lucas. You're this now. Uh, I mean, they get paid to do it. If I was paid enough, I'd be like, okay, I'll be... Your name tag says Tony today. Uh, if you pay me enough, I'll be Tony. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why. Maybe they think it's got more brandability. A lot of these um, names do not sound like no, big money like names to me. From this terrible name to this other terrible name. Nick Camarado was terrible, uh, and Nick Ogarelli is not that much better. Like, we just printed out these hundred charts. We misspelled your name. You're this now. And for fucking Robbie E, his name was Robert Strauss, and you made it Robert Stone. His last name should start with a fucking E. <laughs> Robert Erickson. Something that starts with a fucking E so people go, oh yeah, Robbie E. You just completely changed that. And yeah, uh, Scott Parker and Shane Matthews. I don't know. Like, uh, we just need your real names, guys. Yeah, you're now Jeffrey and Matthew. <laughs> fucking Jeffrey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess they think that those are more marketable names. None of those sound like fucking world champion names to me and that's all that I'm saying <laughs> uh, so I guess now we can move on to the AEW portion of the show we got a good little bit to talk about when it comes to AEW uh, we can kick it off with Fight for the Fallen uh, did you watch Fight for the Fallen or no? no I just now got it set up to where I can okay. watch it I'm, well I, I watched Fight for the Fallen I thought it was I great was I go ahead Three hours at my laptop. Oh, yeah. I thought it was great. Uh, I liked the main event, the Bucks versus the Brotherhood. I thought that was a great match. Um, Omega Shima was okay. I really, really wasn't paying too close attention to it. But, I mean, Omega, I've yet to see Omega have a bad match. So, um, the only match that I thought was not good was the... Uh, Brandy versus Ally match, just because I Brandy is not that great in the ring, and I don't was that her first in ring. I think she had a couple matches in Impact when her and Cody first went to Impact, like right after getting out of WWE. But other than yeah, that, I, like I don't I think so. In the ring, but like, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. So she, she's, she's green. She is green. Um. Also, that but that match got awesome Kong. She came out, uh, and they kind of teased. I think a match is gonna happen at All Out. Awesome Kong versus Aja Kong. So we'll have to see about that. Uh, the SCU versus Lucha Bros match was good. Um, after that match, the Lucha Bros uh, teased a 
ladder match for All Out, which I believe, yeah, I have it right here. Uh, after the match, Pentagon and Phoenix got on a ladder and challenged the Bucks to a ladder match at All Out. They haven't that confirmed that match yet, though. But that'll probably be a great match. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what other matches happened. The six-man tag with Sean Spears, MJF was great because you had the they did the whole thing with MJF talking shit to Maybe Sean Spears in the match. Yes, he did. I have that on here as well. Uh, where did it go? I don't know where it went. Maybe I didn't write it. There it is. MJF injured his elbow. Yeah, they they didn't say the extent. I know he was taken off of some uh an indie show because of it, which would made it where he couldn't defend his title for that company, and they had to vacate it because he's not going to be able to. He's not apparently he's not going to be healed in time to be able to do it before he's fully signed with AEW. So. Uh yeah, I, I saw something also about them getting Sean Spears a manager. Or something. Yes, I, I saw know. that as well. I didn't look into it, but apparently they're going to be possibly be getting good, him a manager. A good candidate for a manager. Who? Well, Ty Dillinger. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, good candidate to get a manager. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you said I thought you said a good candidate for a manager, as in like somebody no. you thought was going to be his manager. No, yeah. he's a good I like watching him wrestle. But oh, yeah. I'm, he was great in that six-man tag match. Like I said, like, uh, the back and forth between him and MJF was great in that match. So, uh, yeah. I thought Fight for the Fallen was great. Yeah, I think AEW is going to be a really refreshing thing to the wrestling as of right now, it is. It has been. They've only done three shows, and I'm so excited for them to get their weekly show going. Yeah, I'm, that tag tournament will be great. Yes. Uh, so speaking of fight for the fallen, uh, Jericho uh did an interview and he talked about uh giving his first unscripted promo in 20 years. Uh, the following night, the following night after fall, uh, I'll say it right. Following Fight for the Fallen, Jericho said his promo was unscripted. He said, quote, Tonight, I said this to Dean Malenko, it's the first time in 20 years that I've ever done a promo with no script, no approval of what I'm going to say, and really no idea of what I'm going to say. Just knowing I have a point in some directions that I may or may not want to go, when Hangman got busted open, that changed the entire design of the promo. It was very liberating. If you want creative, fr- oh, yes. If you want creative freedom, we can give it to you in AEW. Uh, Jericho said <laughs> so. Great. Yeah, it could, it could be good or it could be a train wreck, but I'm basically. <laughs> but yeah, he. I thought his promo was great too. Uh, yeah, that was a good spot that he did with Hangman. He uh he busted Hangman open. Well, I guess I I say spot. I don't think he intentionally did it because fucking. It was right above the eye, and Hangman's like face got all puffy. But he busted Hangman up after Hangman's match. I'm I'm really looking forward to their match. I I honestly don't know who would they're gonna have be the first world champion. I I'm thinking Jericho just to have the like the legend, the tenured legend, and the heel. But I could see him going with Hangman. I don't know. But we'll 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 get more into that when we get closer to it and we do those predictions. Uh, also post fight for the fallen Britt Baker, uh, confirmed she got a concussion, uh, 
she suffered a concussion on the fight for the Fallen pre-show. She teamed with Riho in a losing effort to the debuting Bay Presley and Shoko Nakajima. The doctor of medicine in dentistry confirmed on Twitter that she suffered a concussion during the match and thanked referee Aubrey Edwards for taking care of her. So she did get a concussion. I don't know what spot caused it, though. So, but hopefully she'll be okay. Um, What else? So, let's see. We talked about AEW All Out. Uh, I got an updated card we can go over real quick for as of right now. Uh, the card reads yeah. uh, AEW World Championship match, Adam Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho. Triple A Tag Team Championships, uh, Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks in a ladder match, uh, Kenny Omega versus John Moxley, and the Dark Order versus the Best Friends. Winner of that match gets a bye in the uh, tag tourney. That's so either, yeah, either the Dark Order or the Best Friends, which is Chuck Taylor and Kenny Omega. Or not Kenny Omega, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. Uh, Dark Order is Evil Uno and that other guy that I don't remember the name of. But, yeah. The winner of that match gets that bye for the tournament. Which will be good. Um, What else we got? Uh, Tony Khan discusses when week... Wait. Tony Khan discusses when weeknight for AEW TV show will be announced. Uh, according to Khan, who was asked about it at a at the post-event press conference following Saturday's AEW Fight for the Fallen event. The announcement is coming and will likely be made before the all-out pay-per-view event on August 31st. Quote, Yeah, we'll definitely make an announcement before all-out of the night and some dates. It will be really exciting, Khan said. Hopefully announced, announced that we're going to do a really big debut show planned and after that, I'm really excited because I think there's been a void for a long time. So, the whole Wednesday night thing hasn't been confirmed. They just filed trademarks for Wednesday, but they also have one for Tuesday. So, it could be Wednesday or Tuesday right now. Oh, okay. So, at some point, they will make the official announcement of what day it will be. But, yeah. I know we said Wednesday earlier. Uh, last week we covered it. They trademarked Wednesday night dynamite, but earlier this year they had they trademarked Tuesday night dynamite. So one yeah, of those two days. I don't know. That'll be good. But and you said how you was talking about how they had the whole thing planned out like a six month plan, but then at the same time he's like saying, "Oh, if you want creative freedom." Well, I think they have a six-month plan of these are the feuds we want to go. I don't think they have a six-month plan as they have it all written. This is exactly how it's going to go. I think they're like, we want we want MJF versus Sean Spears, or we want Cody versus who's Cody going to be feuding with? I don't know. Let's say Darby Allen, or we want Kenny versus Moxley. That's what they got up to six months, but they don't have the exact verbiage that every promo is going to have or how the matches are going to play. I think they just have a loose outline for up to six months going. So hopefully they'll get it. They'll get it announced soon. And, uh, we could be watching it in October. 
And then this will become an AEW podcast. <laughs> uh, one last bit of news. Oh, wait, no, we already covered that. We'll just be starting with AEW instead of starting with Raw. Yeah, AEW will be majority, and then we'll have like one or two Raw topics. Uh, so we already covered that. So uh, we only have this last little thing. Uh, Alberto Del Rio has an MMA fight coming up. I saw about that. Is that the Ortiz, Tito Ortiz? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care Yeah, about I was that. surprised that was a real thing. I was like, I thought they were just talking trash to each other, but... Well, apparently Del Rio used to do MMA, so. Have I seen him do MMA? No, I just know that when he used to be on TV on Raw, they would always say that he was a former mixed martial artist. But I've never seen him have a, I'm not a fan of MMA, so I don't really watch that much MMA. I don't know, it's like. Besides like Swagger, Batista's first fight, and Bobby Lashley's first fight. I don't really watch much MMA. That's just not my cup of tea. I like fake fake wrestling, you know? I know. It's like you can pay so much for a pay-per-view and it'd be over in three seconds. Yeah, I'd rather be guaranteed at least a five-minute match when I pay for a pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, good luck to Tito Ortiz because I don't really like Alberto Del Rio, so... uh. <laughs> I hope he pounds his face in a little bit. And uh yeah, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I don't I just added that one thing just because I know no, you like I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can go ahead and get out of here. Like I said, shorter episode this week, but there wasn't a whole lot of topics to cover. We covered everything. Um Yeah, I guess we'll get out of here. Uh as always you can follow the show at bitw underscore podcast on twitter and instagram you can send us an email best in the world podcast at gmail.com it's bitw podcast on facebook if you want to drop us a like there we're available on most podcast services including uh apple podcast google podcast stitcher spotify and SoundCloud, also on YouTube at my YouTube channel, WDLucas96. You can follow me at WDLucas96 on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow FearlessCow at FearlessCow on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, I did it flawlessly this time. How about that? And uh, yeah, we will catch you guys next week. The world is grown mad if we just hold on, if we just hold on, yeah. The sky is falling and the world is grown mad. Sing our songs and we just hold on, yeah So if you're running, stop running One life, one chance, start living Sing it louder just to let the world know No, we're not nameless, we're not faceless We were born for greatness We're not nameless, we're not faceless We were born for greatness
Priceless, we were born for greatness. Uh, we're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. No, we're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. We're not faceless, we will both be greatness. Uh, no, we're not nameless, we're not faceless, we will both be greatness. Uh, no, we're not nameless, we're not faceless, we will both be greatness.